the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. you last time. Turn that frown upside down. You're going to get cheated. Admit it. There's no hope. Don't be like one of those bust outs at Maywood Park Racetrack, combing through the old receipts for the trifectas, hoping you hit one. The mafia is winning the game, and the proof in the put is in the pudding. I'm, I've got three news stations on in Studio Xanadu. Three. Not a one of them talking about the greatest Ponzi scheme fraud in American history. FTX Sam Bankman-Fried. It is the largest swindle, and he is the number two donor to the Democrat Mafia Party. Meaning, all of these scum that are stealing elections, and 90% of the scum in office pretending to be Democrats were bribed by Freed. And the other big story, lobbyists all up and down K Street, all breaking ties all of a sudden. But don't worry, we'll, we'll break ties in the future. We're still taking his automatic payments if the check clears. The scoundrels. This is the greatest government bribery trail to a Ponzi scheme that was legitimized by the American government since the Federal Reserve. This is how big this is. Not to mention, did you happen to see his girl squirrel? Oh my, oh my. What is her name? Caroline Ellison. Did you watch a lot of Bugs Bunny squirrel? One of my favorite characters was Beaky Buzzard. Ugly son of a gun. Look like a buzzard. He was George Hamilton compared to this dog-faced pony soldier, as Joe Biden would call her. Oh, I've never. And it goes back to what I say with Bruce Rauner and all the rest of them. Never, ever trust a billionaire with an ugly woman. They're untrustworthy. They're scoundrels. They're scallywags. And in the meantime, this should be the lead story on everything. Here's our Coinbase Bitcoin News Roundup. Crypto exchange FTX US, the US wing of Sam Bankman-Fried's crypto trading empire. Now, do you know how it became the US wing? How he got the licenses? He bribed, bribed Democrats to approve a Ponzi scheme that took, you want to say billions? I'll bet you it's close to a trillion dollars. Bribed. And all these political whores in office are all sidestepping it. In fact, the front page of the Drudge, indictment watch. Is it this piece of dung, number two donor to the Democrat mafia? No, it's Donald Trump. Oh, okay. Is Ferret Face Garland, who bears a striking resemblance to Bankman Freed's girlfriend, the Ferret Face bastard that he is, uh, is he going to look into this at all? Or you're busy. You got things to do? And why weren't you looking into it? For the three years... That it was working as a Ponzi scheme fraud. Where were you, ferret face? 
warning its users to close their positions as it might halt trading in the coming days. This just hours after Bankman-Fried said on Twitter that FTX US was, quote, 100% liquid. The exchange saying, quote, This could not have happened without the government paving, licensing, and legitimizing this fraud. This is a tremendous scandal, and people should go to jail. But they won't, because he bribed the right mafia. Same mafia that is stealing elections. We're going to begin with that ballot bag issue, the Postal Service and the Santa Clara County Registrar. By the way, you think there's no your crime doesn't pay? You believe all that nonsense from the James Cagney movies? Oh, crime pays, baby. You show me a Democrat rat whore, not in a $6,000 suit are investigating a potentially problematic discovery. Reports of a bag stuffed with valid, completed Santa Clara County ballots in a ravine in the Santa Cruz Mountains. It's okay. They were for the Republican. Don't worry about it. This is the most illegitimate third world banana Republic election. Ooh, I hope my guy wins. Let me tell you something. The fix has been in since Joe Biden. They they couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe that this happened. You mean to tell me these idiots are going to let this dummy pretend to be president? America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him, uh, foot, foot, excuse me, the foothills of the Himalayas with Xi. Yeah. Well, Grasshopper, you were with G.J. Pink today. How did it go today, Scallywag? I don't think it went so good. In fact, I think he talked down to you quite a bit. I really do. I think it's embarrassing how you let this piece of garbage communist rat talk to you, even though you are his. Oh, how can I say it? I can't say it on air. What's the word for Bia? You know which one. Well, U.S. President Joe Biden has met his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping for the first time since assuming office. Both leaders exchanged what they described as candid views on Taiwan and North Korea. A warm handshake amid fears of a Cold War-like dynamic. China and America trying to repair the world's most important bilateral relationship. It's a good thing that their Chinese communist swindler bribed the crack-smoking son of the president. Oh, it's a good thing. Otherwise, you'd have to be nervous. This could actually be real tension, but there isn't. This is about as riveting as the elections. The fix is in. And Joe Biden is an asset of Xi Jinping, who bears a striking resemblance to the number one son. The challenge? Well, everything from trade to technology and Taiwan. The world expects that China and the United States will properly handle the relationship. Oh, you're asking why I'm getting the Australian report? Because you think I want to hear the Marxist mafia Pravda wing and some bottom heavy dimwit put a spin on this pig? Because they're not going to play how Xi Jinping talked to the president of the United States. This was the preamble to a three-hour-long sit-down. President Xi Jinping, open and pointed. A statesman should think about and know where to lead his country. He should also think about and know how to get along with other countries and the wider world. Hey, communist. Hey, communist scum fraud. You don't tell American people how president should act in fact in this country you scum the president is a representative not a ruler it's in your hellhole your hellhole where the greatest weapon was ever launched on mankind your hellhole where they listen to you 
See, Joe Biden isn't the president of at least half this country. Now, half of this country sits in rabid objection to this political whore, mainly because he's one of your assets. And if there was any law enforcement, any true Federal Bureau of Investigation, we wouldn't be subjected or yoked with this whore pretending to be president. Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping, traveling with him. And that's we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a fact. And now you're his fluffer. That's what you are. Now fluff away, fluffer. It was the first face-to-face encounter since Joe Biden took office. A period of rising mutual suspicion. We're going to compete vigorously, but I'm not looking for conflict. I'm looking to manage this competition responsibly. Hey, stupid. You with the wet socks and you can't figure out why even when you follow the trail. It's not a competition. We've been subverted. He owns everything and everybody, including you. He owns how many senators, Republicans and Democrats, how many congressmen, how many new ones. This game is unfortunately played out. And you are the greatest Manchurian candidate to ever, ever pretend to be president. And I want to make sure, make sure that every country abides by the international rules of the road. Scored along that road, American anxiety. You know, it's funny rules of the road did he mention favored nation status did he mention the currency manipulation did he mention the the fraud in china right now as to the imploding real estate one did he mention the collusion with russia and india and the inbred saudi arabians to circumvent the petrodollar did he mention all or does he not know oh boy that's a tough one that's a tough one maybe we should get fetterman in there and the dumb and dumberer could negotiate it for us. About China trying to seize its neighbor, Taiwan. I absolutely believe there need not be a new Cold War. We, uh, I've met many times with Xi Jinping, and we were candid and clear with one another across the board. And I do not think there's any imminent attempt on the part of China to invade Taiwan. So it all boils down to what the dementia patient thinks. I don't think, I don't think, I don't know. What do you know? And why is it boiled down to just the president? Where are all of the other representatives of this country? You know, let's just, now that we know that the game is rigged and there's no Senate, there's no House, let's just turn it all over and we could do Xi Jinping and he could show everybody how to lead, right, dummy? It was also clear that China and the United States should be able to work together where we can to solve global challenges that require every nation to do its part. You know what he's talking about, right? The climate change bull dung. One of the greatest frauds. By the way, FTX had, had an amazing ESG rating, higher than virtually any American company, Exxon included. Um, what he's talking about is climate change. Now, climate change isn't going to hurt one Chinaman. Not one. It isn't going to hurt their government at all. It's going to hurt you. And that's always been the game. Speaking of, um, you recently mentioned the Extinction Rebellion crazies and so on, and the uh, global warming. Admittedly, as Rita says, they do tell us what they really stand for. Mind you, the uh, United Nations Agenda 21, it used to be called, told us way back when that the plan was to redistribute the West's wealth throughout the third world. Climate change, folks, is the excuse. It's all about redistribution of wealth along classic Marxist globalist lines. Mm -hmm. But let's have a quick look at how the French deal with... Well, that's good. They throw one of their guys. But this has always been the game. And who are you going to count on? Your fellow American voter? Listen, here's the thing 
about these elections. Don't get too upset because you could buy a Democrat voter with a lump of government cheese. They'll vote for anybody. Now, one Pennsylvania state representative was unable to celebrate his midterm victory because he's dead. Democrat Anthony DeLuca passed away last month at the age of 85, but that wasn't enough to stop him from being reelected. DeLuca was the Commonwealth's longest serving state representative. Turns out Fetterman was the pick of the litter. I tell you what, for 2024, let's just let's just turn it all over. Let's just give it to Fetterman. Fetterman as a nominee at some point for president. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't you do it? Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide. Senator, with a tumor on his neck. It's not a tumor. It's a tumor. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. No, 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 it's Margin Call Monday. Margin Call Monday. I, th- I can't get over this story, and, and you're hard-pressed. I got this from Bloomberg. You're only going to hear it on financial stations. It's the greatest story in the world. But do you know why it's being squashed? Because its roots are in the Democrat mafia. Joe Biden knows. Believe me, he doesn't know his address, even though it's famous. He doesn't know what color his shoes are. He knows Sam Bankman Freed. He's bribed every single Democrat. And he took down hundreds of billions of dollars from private people. I guess that won't go unnoticed. After all, they're probably capitalists. Withdrawals are and will remain open. And FTX, once the second largest crypto exchange in the world, reportedly misappropriated billions of dollars worth of crypto, of customer assets rather, to fund, to fund risky bets at its sister trading firm, Alameda Research. Wall Street Journal sources saying... Alameda Research is where Beaky Buzzard worked. Did you see this girl's squirrel? Now, listen, I know you. You're a young man. You're out dating quite a bit. There's not enough Viagra. You could be in the middle of the crazy horse with dancing girls, pornos on the walls. This ain't going to help. She is a Viagra slayer. My my grandmother used to go, oh, Picard. That was her word for butt ugly. Picard. Greg LaGrange. Hey, how you doing, Sean? Greg, if you had a billion dollars, you know, I, I, I married the hottest girl in the neighborhood. I had like $872 in my checking account. Can you imagine billions of dollars and you bring home Beaky Buzzard? Your parents got to say, come on, kid, what are you, out of your mind? Go ahead. Oh, absolutely. I don't care how much you pay for an education. Nothing gives you an education like the street. He educated okay. the swindle and he bribed the yes, lobbyists. Absolutely. This, this was great. All the way up to the White House. He bribed I, every one of these rat bastards. And they know it. When you... When you look at some of those illiquid trades that they broke down, because I was reading a story in the Wall Street Journal over the weekend, it's unbelievable what this guy was doing. It it is so amazing that you have two morons, and they're morons, both of them. They're going down. Well, they should go down. They've covered for each other. One was uh, under the umbrella of the other, uh, Bankman Freed, for that, uh, that girl under him for Alameda. They should all go down. But it's absolutely incredible. Greg, my buddy, I, I, you, know, you know me. I've been advocating crypto because I know the bastardization of the dollar. And conceptually, I love the challenge to the, to the fraud currency that is the U.S. dollar. But a friend of mine came to me in 19, all right? And, he, and I had bought one or two, and I got out. And he said to me, you do realize 
this is backed by nothing. Nothing. Right. He goes, I've traced the origins of this. If there's a, 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 an ask for give me the money, it boils down to one guy. One guy. Well, this is the guy. And that's why the whole time he was bribing the government to put their stamp of approval. And you think this is the guy that's culpable? Every political whore that took money, every lobbyist that facilitated the bribes, every single one of them should do life. And instead, Sean. these rat bastards are in control of the economy. Sean, a couple things. Let me get a couple things in. One is if you think crypto or anybody thinks crypto is going to have a future, they're going to take it all digital. All the governments are going to take it all digital. That's where they're going, and it's obvious why. Oh, Second of all, yeah. you, we, can, we can sit out and say, you know, it's all over and throw our hands up and things like that. They're, as long as we have freedom and we think the way classical liberals do yeah. and the way we think life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, they will forever be on us because they know that we are their greatest threat because we believe in freedom. And they that's why, don't. Greg, you know, people get mad at me. I say, everybody go to a red state. The reason is the blue state is after you. The red state protects you. The federal government tried to open up an office here to monitor Floridians. And DeSantis said, get the hell out of here. Same thing in Texas. Same thing in Tennessee. The federal government now that has successfully stolen the Senate and it will steal the House or bribe a Republican to go along with them. We'll move forward with the doubling of the IRS Gestapo agents. None of them will investigate a lobbyist that facilitated the bribe by FTX founder, Sam Bankman-Fried, or his dog-faced girlfriend. None of them will arrest or, or, or audit an, uh, a lobbyist or a polit politician that took the money. Not a one. They're going to come after anybody that voted Republican. I'm so sick and tired of pretending we are not a banana republic. Only a banana republic would hire the kind of mentally handicapped morphodites that the Democrat mafia does, including the dead guy, who isn't the dumbest. Thank you very much for the call. Not a one will be investigated. Larry, Oak Forest. Hey, Sean, I was just calling. You know, we had a great candidate out here, Keith Pequot. I mean, he protected... He protected the malls when the rioters were going in, and he defied the uh, <laughs> uh, stupid governor. If that guy elected, and... you stick a fork in it. And you know, who, know, you, but... know, you know why he didn't get elected? It wasn't Cook County. He won in Cook. He didn't win in DuPage. He didn't win in DuPage. So, Lair, it's over, brother. That's the catalyst. Yeah, I know, now, but... let all those idiots in DuPage County, all of them, let them all suffer with the crime and scallywags that now you think 27 shot on a cold weekend. That's a good number, right? Let them all get used to it. Thank you very much, Lair. Get used to Democrat mafia rule. Maybe we should start a cryptocurrency. We'll name it Gatsangul. Gatsangul coin. And all we got to do is bribe Democrats and some Republicans who used to be Democrats, like Richard Little Dick Irvin. Jan Hoffman Estates. Hey, Sean, listen, this is how they uh, steal with the mail-in ballots. I worked for the post office for 44 years, and 85% of those deadbeats that are working there are Democrats. Right. Secondly, all those mail, when, I, when you did a ma mass mailing, you had to have it certified, meaning that the addresses were all good and the addresses were good, because we don't make any money on undeliverable as addressed mail, but we have to handle it. But they weren't certified. They violated the post office rules for mass mailings. So... If there would have been millions and millions of 
hundreds of thousands of ballots that were came back. And where did they go? To the election people, the commission people that had about six weeks to sit on them, and they could do anything they want. They could fill them out and dump them out. That's why they Jan, I love counting you. ballots. First of all, let me tell you I love you. Secondly, I'm going to tell you something. Why do you think the Democrats have been fluffing the post office for years how much more money funneled into the post office? We've done stories. Exactly. Now. How much more? Because they yeah. bribed them. It's like it's like when unions negotiate against Democrats that they bribe. The fix is in, doll. The fix is in. So I when know. the mail-in ballots, I got what, what do you? Here's though. what the post office said. What do you need? What do you need? That's what wise guys say to each other. What do you need? And they make it work. So I'm sorry, honey. There's no integrity. You know that. Forty-four years. You saw it from the. <laughs> From when it started, when good people worked there. Now, it's just money for nothing and chicks for free. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Was it even mentioned on a Sunday show, Squirrel, about FTM? No? You know, the kids in, in the Bahamas, his father's a big-time lawyer. This was laid out beautifully. And I'm not sure they have extradition for white-collar crimes in the Bahamas. Although, as long as he has to live with that dog... He calls a girlfriend. That's prison enough. You imagine rolling over, seeing that drooling on the pillow? It'll be like Dr. Awardy. I'm up! I'm up! In the meantime, let's get lessons from people who hate us, shall we? Here's Jamie Raskin, son of a notable Marxist, Marcus Raskin, founder of the Institute for Policy Studies, which ties all the way back to every kind of socialist, Marxist, communist that has been disrupting South America and Eastern Europe since the Soviet Union was still a thing. And I'm joined now in studio by Maryland Democratic Congressman Jamie Raskin, who also serves... By the way, did you see his hair? Looks like somebody threw spaghetti on his head and painted it black. He looks ridiculous. But did you ever see his father? Comes from, like, generations of really ugly people. The House Select Committee investigating January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Um, Welcome. Democrats still have a shot here, uh, although Republicans have the edge in taking the House. What do Americans need to be prepared for what the next two years looks like? He might be related to Caroline Ellison. Well, first of all, don't count us out um, the way we were counted out from the very beginning in this election. They were saying the Republicans were going to pick up 40, 50, 60 seats. But the party of democracy and freedom and progress for the people held. And mafia. They said the same thing when you ran this dementia patient. They said the same thing. But yet somehow you managed to swindle it. Only after you shut it down for a few hours. And cheated. Uh, Jeff in Countryside. Hey, how are you, Sean? Good, Jeff. How are you? This is not approved. Uh, We're not government-approved radio, so I can't guarantee anyone's going to hear you. But I can guarantee the NSA will be monitoring you. Go ahead. That's okay. Um, I just I called last week and uh, you kind of hung up on me and, and got mad at me and I didn't get to finish what I wanted to say and I I didn't get mad at you in my night because because you're one of my favorite uh, to listen to next to uh, Prager. All right, go ahead. I'm yeah, mad, it was, I wasn't uh, mad at you. The, I'm mad at the broader point. Go ahead. That's okay. It was we were getting to uh, Operation Warp Speed and oh. I just wanted to say that was Trump's counterattack, his counterpunch to the cabal, because if he didn't do that, we'd all, including yourself and myself, we'd, we'd all be on our 19th booster 
and showing proof of it just to enter our local grocery stores. You know what I mean? So that was that was his. That was what was his his shutting down the economy was his counterpunch. Well, if I'm if I'm looking for the bad guys, the the really bad guys, and I can't find them, and you 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 shut down and say everybody stays home, isn't that? No, no, no. First of all, it's America. To catch the bad guys, it's America. Nobody can. No, I I agree. America. And nobody, no, and, and nobody was going to put on put a shot in my arm and millions of people like nope. me or my kids. You know, good. You, I assume no, you. No, no, no one's so coming. You're not no going to do that. You know, there's only so much you can do to a people that have been born into a free society. Now you can take it away, but it normally gets ugly. It gets ugly with force, and that's why know, I'm against what he did. You we, don't get to you don't we get to okay the force. See, my government is supposed to be my shield. So when my we local government cracks everybody down on me, I go to my scared. federal government. Sean, everybody was scared. The whole world was scared. And that gave us that choice. I wasn't scared. That gave us that choice. No, brother. You're, you're you know discounting I, millions. I mean, you, 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 know, you know what I mean. You know I, 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 mean. Like, I know what you're trying to say, but I'm disagreeing with it. That, that, that gave us a choice. He gave us a choice. And if, give if anybody he didn't do that. Who gave us a choice are, the, are the handful of governors. A, who said we're not doing anything? And it's not just the sand; it's a handful. I mean, there are there are numerous people who said no, 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 it ain't happening. Mainly governors who are understand the oath they took. Hey, I love you, man, and I love. I love you right back. I love you right back. And if listen, let me let me be very clear with you. I have said repeatedly the greatest threat to the mafia. Ironically, was Donald Trump who 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 contributed to the mafia? You know, when we play these clips of Chuck Schumer. Donald Trump gave Chuck Schumer $2 million. It's a lot of money, brother. He gave Rahm Emanuel money. He gave Ed Burke, right? But he did great things. I can do that because Donald Trump is a man who is flawed. He's not a god. I want him to run. If he runs, great. If he wins the, if he wins the primary, I'll vote for him too. But I want you to understand why he's a threat and why he should have known from the get-go. A, you're going to get cheated when the election comes. And B, you can't believe a word a Democrat says. Not a word. So when they no. tell you it's going to be 15 I, I mean, days and you say, okay, all right, let's shut it down. No, I disagree with that. But that's, you know, we can have that argument. But above all, if you believe in the principles of property, this entire platform of what our government has been doing to us for decades is unconstitutional. You're attacking it, it is, the property. You're attacking the it's property. Evil of the citizens and you're doing it at a pace to where they're getting used to it and if you are more like-minded if you're more self-loathing if you're more of a failure you're very susceptible to the marxism and that's why jamie rascom gets elected that's why you you looked at somebody who's mentally impaired and you made him president you made him senator of philadelphia you elected or, or pennsylvania you elected a dead guy that's what a democrat is they'll elect a can of soup if they tell him it's going to give him more money for the rent thank you brother hey, and this is the problem hey. This is the problem. Victor Midway. Hey, how you doing, Sean? I, uh, I just, I, <laughs> we got a big problem here is <laughs> the problem know. is, okay, listen, listen, when your car breaks down and your engine blows and you got oil coming out of your engine, yeah. you don't take the car to the mechanic and get your brakes done. And that's exactly what we're all doing. And not you, Sean. I'm going to single you out and your team. Your team does a phenomenal job. But all the callers, all the sheep, even the morning shows, the shows on the weekend with Verlon, 
You know, they're talking about race. They're talking about what the kids are learning in school, this and that. Listen, until we start doing what the left does and start protesting, start going, taking days off work, do the footwork. Quit yep. calling up the station and complaining. Start going in person to your alderman, to your city hall, and demand that the elections be overhauled. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing you could do. Let me tell you this, Sean. Sean, please, let me tell you this. I've been working elections since the Rauner days. I have no idea how Rauner got elected, okay? I know how. He's a billionaire. Bailey had a 10 to 1 turnout. I went again, just like I did with Trump. I went again to multiple districts, multiple precincts, different counties. There was no way they had 80 million votes, okay? There's no way Pritzker had a 10% uh, one by 10%, all right? The problem is the electronic machines are still ran by Dominion. The paper ballots are even rigged now with the black Sharpies and red pens and the mail-in ballots. So until people realize right now our elections are worse than Cuba, we need to wake up. And focus on the elections every day. Victor, who's been saying the technology of the today is what's needed to secure the elections? The fingerprint. Nobody wants to tell me you cannot audit how many ballots were cast from the same address. That woman who worked at the post office for 44 years, that's what she's trying to say to you. How many ballots came in from the same address in this election? That's all. You can't even audit. And, And do you know how fast they start burning the ballots in 2020 they were burning ballots days what do you mean uh, insurrection january 6th they wanted an audit those people wanted an audit we have an election system that would make saddam hussein smile thank you for the call it's outrageous 100 percent turnout and 99.96 percent of those votes went to saddam hussein it was a one-horse race and the president won there you go that's the same. We could just play that for the Senate, for the Democrats, play it for the next president, play it for the hot, play it for whatever you want. It, it, that election had just the same integrity, the same kind of government pressure, the same kind of cover for fraud. And that's why that FTX story, it's more than just a Ponzi scheme. That is validation of how high up, high up the Democrat mafia corruption goes. He was the number two contributor to democrats he was going to leave it all the democrats that's how he got away with it he bribed them uh steve in arlington heights how you doing sean love your show listen to it every day you freaking make my blood boil and laugh all at the same time anyways my question was how much do you think that uh joe biden's granddaughter's wedding is going to cost the taxpayers by the time you do security events well, hey, it better be it better be worth millions, man, because this guy's been buying DuPont mansions since the 80s. He wears seven thousand dollar suits. His brother has billion and a half con- dollar contracts with our government. It better be big. Spend some of that money, you tight bastards. You've been robbing us for decades. Three, one, two, six, four, two, fifty six hundred. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, it's almost, it, it, you got to pick your spots and enjoy some of it. 
I just went outside here at Studio Xanadu. I got a biker bar next door. You should see the argument we used to have when I first got here. Seven, eight, nine guys, all motorcycle guys, all hardworking guys. You go out there and everybody knows what these Democrats are. Everybody. I mean, at a certain point, you're going to have to realize what we need is a divorce, not an election. Um, uh, huh? I can't have trouble reading this. Because you're an idiot. Uh, the tangent about both. What? This is the um, president. Uh, I can't have trouble reading this. Reuters, uh, the tangent about both. There's not a job this moron wouldn't oh, be yanked from. Not a job. Except government. You can get any moron. I mean any moron in a position in government. Now, one Pennsylvania state representative was unable to celebrate his midterm victory because he's dead. I can't get enough of it, you moron Democrats. Like Jim, cream puff Jim, Chicago, Democrat his whole life, stretch marks on his ears. How you doing, Jim? Uh, if, if, if Pence is over, if uh, Mr. Indiana is over his uh, rope burns, who do you think he's going to jump in with? Do you think he'll jump in as vice president with Trump, or do you think he'll go again? What are you talking about do? the Stepford vice president? Mike yeah, well, well, yeah. Well, I, mean, no, I asked him to go to lunch with me. I had a couple of showgirls were yeah. going to show up. He said, no, i got to bring my wife. He's not my kind of guy, kid. How does his neck look? How does his neck look? Oh, neck like look Nancy right? Pelosi's. You got to get that. You got it tightened up at the same doctor. <laughs> Kidding me? You better go there for a little liposuction on your head, too, kid. Uh, where is the lovely? The lovely. What is the Democrats' responsibility there? What steps do Democrats need to take to bring the country together? Well, we have always been taking that step because we honor our oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the then why do you all take money from China? Hey, whore. Hey, half a billion dollar whore. Why do you all take money from Big Pharma? Why do you all get bribed? And why does your husband have hammers that smell? United States, and that should be uh, a unifying principle for us. Uh, the, uh, uh, in many of our bills, we worked very hard to make it bipartisan, bipartisan, bipartisan. Bipartisan? Which bill is bipartisan? I mean, aside from Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, who are doing commercials for Democrats. Look, I think in terms of the election, um, the fact that we are here on Friday and we do not know which party is going to control the House or the Senate um, tells you a lot. Uh, about oh, you know, Moleface. You know. Uh, Jeff and Wheaton. Jeff? Sean, you handsome son of a female dog. How are you? Good. What are you doing, kid? I just wanted to, uh, uh, you know, I I appreciate your skepticism. And I know a lot of people are saying that you were uh, pessimistic, but I, I think you were just a realist. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I, think I agree with you. I think your listeners need to know that, yeah, I mean, listeners need to know that you're, you're skeptical for a reason, because yeah. this is what we have. You've, you've got an increase of, what, what do they say, 5%, if you look at the real clear politics, average of, of increase in terms of the House. But for some reason, we're not picking up seats. You know, and I hear gerrymandering Trump, I hear all this garbage. But you're the only person that's speaking truth. Well, how, how do you do an autopsy on a rigged thing 
on a fixed election. Were you going to do an autopsy on it? Well, this many people didn't come out. We had an uptick here and an uptick there. The system itself is where the fraud lies. The fact that we are ballot harvesting, that hundreds of thousands of, of, of ballots are coming in from the same address. These are issues I have. And number one, how are we auditing the outcome? I look at all these old ladies in Arizona. They're holding it up. They got their reading glasses on. Their husband's at the tavern. Is she the one counting it? And that's my best hope is the dingbat with the eyeglasses? And how do I know she's not a communist like Mother Jones, the Irish whore communist? How do I know? You don't know. That's why you have to take it out. This is the year 2022. We can talk into our phone, and I can look at you, no matter where you are in the world. And you mean to tell me we're doing elections with paper ballots like it was Cicero? Thank you very much, Jeff. I went long. It's the fastest show on radio. I'll be back. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. My next guest, aside from being a former U.S. Naval officer, is the co-founder of Patriot.Online, digital privacy ecosystem and social media platform. He is a technology leader, a data scientist, who has been CEO, CTO, and CIO for multiple corporations. Makes you feel like you wasted your time, doesn't it? His name is Gregory Stenstrom, and he wants to put the integrity back in our election system. Gregory, how are you? Great to be back, Sean. Love your I, stuff. I said when the, we were getting the election, get me Gregory. Get me Gregory. Because this is such obvious skullduggery and fraud. I don't have one iota of, of, of belief in this system. Not one. I think it is all rigged. And when you see a mental patient and a dead guy get elected in Pennsylvania, don't you just say, okay, we're Venezuela now? <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully not there yet. I think they need, uh, we're not at the point where we need wheelbarrows of uh, paper money to uh, fiat currency to buy bread, but we're we're not far behind, I think. the um, you know, Leah Hoops and I, uh, the officers of Leah's uh, author of Parallel Election with me, uh, we've been fighting this for two and a half years. We were in court a week and a half ago before the election uh, trying to preemptively stop uh, a lot of what was seen not only in Delaware County, but throughout the country with, uh, you know, votes that wouldn't scan, you know, ballots that were curated and sliced, broken chains of custody, and a number of other election law violations that created a surface area for fraud. So we've uh, been still fighting it. I'm sitting here working uh, on uh, another uh, motion that we're going to file tomorrow morning along with an injunction to... uh, at least uh, delay the certification of the vote until we, we're completed our investigation and, and aired these grievances again in court. You know, Gregory, this was always my hope that would save us from the kind of banana republic I used to uh, 
get people from, friends of mine, ran from their families for generations. Yeah, here we are. Because when you steal an election, it's really the greatest theft. If you get enough people to ignore it, you just, time goes by. Days go on. Policies are implemented. And at a certain point, the problem, I think, is that they're able to slow walk the court system and at the same time fast walk the agenda. And this is to the point where I think we are. And I'm curious to know, there's 74 million people got robbed in 2020. We don't know how many tens of millions um, were robbed in this last, last election. Can the court system come up and protect us from the abuse of the mafia? Yes, absolutely. Uh, the courts are, 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 are the answer to this. And um, before the election, and one of the things we reminded the court of and was taken very seriously by, uh, I think, a very uh, uh, good judge who, who listened to us, and gave us five hours in court, two different hearings, and, and listened very intently, and uh, we know he read uh, everything we filed. Uh, the court, the courts are both uh, courts of law and courts of equity, and uh, the way our courts are derived from British law, which had sep- they're separate there, courts of law and courts of equity, and equity decides what's fair and what change, changes precedence, and they worked very hard over our opposition, uh, whether you you know communists or or you know DNC, call, call whatever parties have been trying to fundamentally transform our country, they worked very diligently at uh, changing our laws to make uh, make it impossible uh, to present beforehand. Lee and I went beforehand and tried to remedy these problems before the election happened, and we were denied standing as a matter of, uh, I, I think, fairly picayune, but important parts of the law. So the case wasn't ripe at that point, or, or the, the time wasn't ripe. And then during the election, um, and then after the election, then it became too late. And that's where the situation the Esquires have created for us, where there's never a time that's right, and there's never a time that's right afterwards. It's uh, called latches in terms of timing. And then when it's all over, they say, oh, it's too late now, now it's moot. So we've got, uh, we're fighting that. We understand their battle plan, and we're, we're fighting it, and I think we're fighting effectively. We do have proof uh, again, irrefutable proof of uh, election law violations and uh, situations where fraud uh, was was perpetrated. And we're going to bring them to the court's attention again and hopefully be heard. Gregory, we now, in this election, we have ballots being found in canyons in California. We've got keys on lockboxes in Pennsylvania. We've got this ridiculous thing happening in Nevada. And Arizona, or it's days and weeks. I mean, the Civil War reported faster. And yet it's always the legacy Democrat, and I call it a mafia. And in particular, when you talk about Nevada, this is something that Harry Reid, the Mormon mafia, in conjunction with the Italian wise guys from, from Chicago and wise guys all over, they own that, that government system in Nevada, and all kinds of scandal happened for 100 years. Here we are. And it, it's irrelevant the lead these these Republicans had going into the weekend. It's all irrelevant. And all of a sudden, just the votes show up. And then what is the formula for keeping the ballots after the election and we contest it? I remember in 2020, they started to burn a few of them. I don't like this. How can we audit it? Did. Again, our respite is in the law. Because what they did beforehand, and what we did different this time than in 2020, we didn't have the opportunity to, is we started working before the election to alliterate 
the violations of the law that created that surface area for fraud. What they're doing here is, you know, you just mentioned uh, the unverified, they're finding ballots everywhere. And, and what that did is they broke the law before the election and they conflated. There's one law that says that anybody who, who wants to register to vote can't. And that is the law, and there's a reason for it. We don't. I don't want to, you know, get too far into it. The people can register to vote, but then the second part of the law is that they can only be given a ballot or mailed a ballot after they are verified as qualified electors. That didn't happen in Pennsylvania's case, and just in my county alone, they sent out sixty-eight thousand mail-in ballots, and twenty-five thousand of them were unverified. Now, what we did find since is they're deleting, they're making these people, they're deleting them from the database. In, a five, in the last five years, they only removed four people from the registration rolls, four. And in the last probably 72 hours, they've deleted uh, several thousand. So they're making people go away, and they're trying to perfect their fraud. So our respite and the cure here is the law. And the law says that they broke the law going into the election, which allowed the fraud to occur. And now they're trying to perfect the fraud now that they've you know, committed their crimes uh, and committed their violations, which created those vectors for fraud. Now they're trying to cure it and they're destroying evidence. They're destroying envelopes. They're destroying images. They're going to wipe the machines. They're going to do all the things they did in 2020 and in the May 2022 primary. Only this time we're ready for them. And that's why we wrote the book, uh, The Parallel Election, A Blueprint for Deception. Yeah. And what we uh, what we called out in that book is happening all over the country. I think anybody who wants to know what's going on in Arizona, Mississippi, Nevada, read the book. It's all in there, and, it's, and it lays out exactly what they're doing. So after you and I did our first interview, you know, I immediately, you know, I love, I love you. You know that I love the patriotism. Yeah. I love the mission. So I started going through your book, and as we were going through this to the election, I started to say, well, why wouldn't they cheat? They can. They got away with it. What would prevent them? You know, these are all gangsters. Gangsters don't have mercy. None. And this is this is a lot at stake. You're talking about trillions and trillions of dollars, both that and the trajectory of policy. They are drunk well, on their arbitrary power. We have we're coming off two and a half years, nearly three years of the government seizing our lives, especially if you're in a Democrat stronghold. Why all of a sudden is this time sensitive where time to move along? Can we, the people, object to the results and make them do it again. Can we do anything other than just accept it? Oh, absolutely. We're, we're uh, you know, I think the time to do this should have been beforehand, but uh, we're doing it now. We're objecting, and I think people, uh, we are talking to campaigns throughout the country. Uh, we were on the phone with the campaigns here and, and, and the, uh, the can- many of the candidates. But what you just said, one of the reasons I love your show, and I, you know, I like the, the, the straight talk, I like the cigar, I just like the whole you know, straight talk, is that the, the, the people who are at fault here are the candidates, quite frankly. First of all, if you're going to take on Mike Tyson, you're going to take on Muhammad Ali, you're going to take on Benny Thompson, 29-year congressman in Mississippi, you're going to take on, you know, these, uh, these huge imposing figures, you don't get a TKO on Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson. You're going to knock them out. And you've got to be ready in all aspects of the game. If you want to sit in that big chair, then you've got to take care of all aspects of that game. And what I would urge people to do is hold their candidates accountable and say, what are you doing? You said, if you can't fight for yourself, 
and you can't get this straight in an election, what the heck are you going to be able to do for us on Capitol Hill or in the capital of our respective states? I mean, you know, I, I can't have a cupcake in there. Life's unfair. No. The willingness of the candidates, I'm going to give you an example. We, have a, we had a candidate in Illinois. He was an okay guy. I didn't, he wasn't my choice, but I, you know, okay, fine, let's support him. They called the Illinois election, and I'm not, you, you think I'm making this up, six minutes after the poll shot. Right away, the guy, the guy conceded. My whole thing is this. If you're going to cheat me, I got two actions. I can just put my head down, navel gaze, and walk out of the room. Or I can say, you cheated me. Now call the call security. You're going to have to drag me out of here. I want to recount. That's what I thought should have been done, and I'm not alone. And we see this happen oh, no. all the way. And then when we saw it happen presidential, you see the move by the mafia to call things an insurrection rather than a protest of absurdity. And now I'm strapped with this dimwit sellout to China. It's, it's very infuriating because I'm not only aware of the policy risks. I'm aware of how many relatives I have. I'm aware of what you did as a U.S. naval officer. I'm aware of the patriots that believe in integrity. And I can't point to a place where I can tell those guys, here's where there's integrity in our government. I don't see one aspect of it. Well, you know, there's always only a few people who will fight. You know, 1% to 3%. I think the American Revolution, they said less than 5% of the entire public was involved in the American Revolution. I think the numbers are similar in terms of direct combatants and people who are actually in the fight. It's always going to be a small percentage of the population, and other people, you know, support them, put their hope in them, and uh, it's up to us to do that. But, uh, you know, we can, we, we can fight, and, and as long as you keep doing that, and we're doing that, um, and again, using the law, to fight against them, we can do something. And what they're doing is 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 pretty obvious. In my experience, and I've got quite a bit of experience in fraud. Criminals aren't smart; they're clever, right? And there's a difference. And if they were smart, they wouldn't have to be criminals. And I think that you know we we, we just have to fight that game, fight them. This is a street fight. This isn't a boxing match with the Queensbury Marcus. No, Queensbury you need rules. me. I, I, listen, I, yeah, I, I'm absolutely. one of the only radio hosts convicted of unlawful eye biting. I'm very proud of that. I want to <laughs> point something else out to you, then I want your thoughts on it because you're an expert in this field. The moron kid from FTX started out absolutely a swindle. Number two contributor to the Democrat Party. Number two running a Ponzi scheme fraud of FTX, misappropriates what we think is $12 billion. It may be as high as $100 billion or more. Could he mm-hmm. have gotten away with this if the government did its job in certifying the FTX exchange and his business platform? Oh, no, he's almost small peanuts. If you think of this, the scope of this fraud... This is a, they just stole a $10 trillion economy. This is not the crime of the century. This is, this is the crime, the greatest crime in history. And, and they, uh, we're not going to let them get away with it. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll be a comeuppance. Uh, you know, there's, there's pain. There's, I think the civilian, I'm going to say the citizenry is going to have to feel more pain until they act. And that's, uh, that's the way it is sometimes. You have I'm to barely holding on to my hair, my hair now, Greg. Well, you want I, me to lose more you hair? Know, Come on. I always say, you know, the devil, the devil gives you what you want, and God gives you what you need. And sometimes what you need is pain. 
And uh, well, we can do what we can do here, but uh, maybe they just need to have, feel a little bit more pain, and then they'll jump in and, and help us some more. But we're, we're, we are fighting. We're not sitting here taking it. Right. You know, we're not bemoaning our situation. We're, we're filing litigation. We're going to be in court again tomorrow and the day after and the day after. Uh, we're going to advertise the stuff. We're giving everybody a blueprint. Uh, we're sending out our litigation to everybody so it can be replicated across the states uh, in terms of the methods and the procedures we're using. Um, they used uh, in a, they, they used unlawful procedures in the LNA testing, and, and I'm getting technical here, but there's a reason that people couldn't scan their ballots, and it was a, it was a, it was done with purpose, willful purpose, uh, to to cause people not to be able to scan their votes. The votes for unverified voters were sent out willfully and purposefully, and we know that. So now we're going to go back, and what we're going to do is we're going to stop them this time from certifying the vote. The whole reason for January 6th was they needed, to, they needed to certify that vote at 2 o'clock in the morning with nobody there. Because once they certify a vote, now another set of laws kick in, and it gets right. much harder. This, the thresholds and the time and the latches and the standing uh, and the cost all change. They had to certify the vote at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, because if they hadn't, Ted Cruz and 200 congressmen ready to challenge that, and they wouldn't have been able to certify that vote for another week. At least 200 to 240 hours, they would have delayed it, giving us time to not allow them to certify that vote. They knew that. So that's why we had the whole purpose of January 6th, all the insurrection, that was Kabuki Theater. What they really were going for was to certify that vote with nobody looking. And we're not going to let them do that this time. Gregory? Thank you, because you make me feel, you know, I, I was announcing the elections as Kabuki elections. And I know as long as we got people like you putting up a fight, we got a chance. You can go to patriot.online.com, right, to check out everything you no, do? No, no, not .com, just patriot.online. That's at www.patriotonline, www.patriot.online. There's an election resource page. You can see our litigation. And we you can, can go support to parallelelection.com and buy the book, and that's where we are. Listen, Gregory, on behalf of everybody, thank you. Thank you, because all my listeners feel the exact same way I do, and, and they're pulling for guys like you to be the stop, the breaker in the mafia control of our lives in America. Thank you very much, Gregory Stenstrom. I love it when you thank come you, on. Sean. Thank you, Sean. Good to be here. Bye-bye. We'll, be, we'll be back with your comments and calls after this. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show at AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. John Denver? Is that because you think Mitch McConnell looks like an old John Denver? I think Janet Yellen could have been John Denver's mother. What do you think? Uh, what else did this stupid idiot have to say? And now uh, that we are back together here in Cambodia, I look forward to building uh, even stronger progress than we've already made. And I want to thank the Prime Minister of Co- for Colombia's leadership and the ASEAN. Was he, was he listening via radio? Is it because it starts with a C and you confuse Cambodia and Colombia? It's in the same sentence, dementia face. By the way, you notice he's glazed? Why is he glazed like one of those donuts in that donut shop that went under? Krispy Kreme? He's like a Krispy Kreme president. Ah, uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, John, how you doing tonight? Good, kid, how are you? Good. Listen, I just wanted to say the people in this country, 75% say that... Uh, 
the country's not going in the right direction. Yeah. But yet, instead of going out there and voting for uh, for the people that are going to fight crime and and uh, fight the uh, high uh, yeah uh, prices inflation. on gas and stuff. Yeah. They, yeah, inflation. They vote for uh, they vote for the Democrats and uh, what Biden says that he's going to codify. Uh, Abortion, uh, yeah. baby murders unite. They want you to believe and, uh, and, that that's the excuse for things. losing the election for the Republicans to lose the election was the baby murderers. Yeah, and by yeah, the way, about, and, and then eighty percent of people then, with an IQ over sixty are against killing the most innocent species of humanity among us. Eighty percent, even gangsters don't kill kids. Democrats, though, they're big on killing kids. Uh, that's why they don't fret too much get, with the numbers in Chicago or New York or New Jersey over the weekend. And then you got these other people that renege on their student loans. They go out, and the young people go out and vote for that. Yeah, and college one last thing I'd like to say is, mm-hmm. yeah, one last thing I'd like to say is, last Friday we celebrated Veterans Day. Yep. Well, I think the way the Democrats are running the country, it's a slap in the face because of their lies and their cheating. And I don't think they uh, the veterans fought uh, for a country like that. Or you could imagine how uncomfortable it was for the Democrat Marxist mafia to have to celebrate a holiday that is only exists because our brave men and women of American origins were sent to foreign lands to kill socialists and Marxists and exactly. communists. See, I like that. I feel good about that. Now celebrate it. Well, you practice the same philosophy, scumbags. Thank you very much, Rich. See, we could put a smiley face on anything. James and Schomburg. Hey, John. Yeah. Just wanted to back up what the guest was saying. He was dead on perfect. Talking about, you know, trying to diffuse some of the blame of the candidates. Yeah, we've got a, a brain-dead electorate and, uh, you know, that work move like zombies. But the candidates do bear a lot of the responsibility. And they don't have their game together. They got to recognize at least now they got to wake up and see that we're in a you're in a street fight, and I was screaming about you know I was a Rabine guy myself, but Darren Bailey I was screaming about that Gomer Pyle stuff going on, and he wouldn't lay off and get into the fight. He got sixty percent of the population in the state of Illinois that lives north of I eighty. Nobody cares that you grow corn. Nobody. It's, it's a funny and he thing wasn't in the street fight. And the and, and and our industry, my industry, a lot of radio guys become Pollyannas. I don't do that, and I've never done that. Because you could be my right. friend, you could be my relative. If you're a fracking moron, I'm going to look at you in the face and say, "What are you doing? Pull your head out of your ass." That is not right. received oh my well. God. I, I, That's not received I'm so angry well in this with business. Him. Yeah, he took a powder. He took a, six minutes. He concedes. Ridiculous. You know, he wasn't even in the fight. It was like, it, was he bought off or something? No. I don't want to say that, but, you know, it's like, come on. Some guys aren't up for it, man. You no, know, here's the thing. You you mean you don't even want a, a recount? I don't give a rip what he won by. I understand the odds. I know how many mafia members they are. I do my show on it. We got one exit ramp. Costs more than Hoover Dam. We got 400 companies wetting their beak. $8.5 billion in O'Hare. You can't find a straight board or a urinal that wasn't stuck there with double-sided tape. I know the kind of scum that are going to vote Democrat every time. Right? I'll call out exactly. the electrician union. I'll call them all out. But you don't want to recount? You just say, okay. Make them. Even if you don't have a shot at it. 
Do it again. Just the sickest thumb in the eye. Exactly. Read it again. Do it again. again. Do it again. Do it again. Three times. Four That's times. Ridiculous. Get somebody in the court. Just drag them in. Cowards do it. Cowards are cowards. Absolutely. And that's and brother, oh, well, I'm not going to yeah. call it any other way. I didn't like the debate when he stood up there in the same costume. He looked like a, a before and after two weeks of Weight Watchers, for God's sakes. We needed a little uh, little difference there. Thank you very much. I mean, what, I, I still don't get it. What are, you, what are you running on? I'm not him? Run on something. Jesus Christ. Chuck and Dullivan, he ran on something. He ran on his beard. Hey, Hi, Chuck. I sure did. Yes, I man. cannot believe the stupid people that walk amongst me up here in Wisconsin with bad behavior and voted for Tony Evers for the governor again. The guy, he ran to Jacob Blake's mom and dad's house the day that Jacob Blake's was reaching for a knife underneath his seat to take yeah. and stab a sworn officer of the law. And then he turned around and let the Black Lives Matter lay siege to Kenosha for four days before he called out the National Guard. Well, you're okay. a blame. You're, and, and you got was, a little bit. You got a little bit of blame too, and I'll tell you why. You're a big dancer why? up. You're a big dancer up there. You dance. People stand in line and dance with you, all kinds of women, and yet you still throw them around when they're built like J.B. Pritzker. You know, you got to have some standards. Chuck from Dullivan. You know what I mean? What did you expect? If you're not 180, you're not a lady in Wisconsin. You can't expect high expectations from them. I mean, except from the Chicago women that move up there. You're not a big seller up there with those corn-fed ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not a one of them Bye. can get into your Levi's. Thank you very much, Chuck right. from Dullivan. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my... Anytime. Listen, besides you being right on the right spot on day in and day out, you have some really good, really, really good guests. That last guy, that, that guy's an encouragement. Gregory? And hey, oh yeah, Gregory, that guy. Hey, earlier you had Vic, who's a listener and everything at that... He, we're, we're all on the same page. We know exactly what's going on, and we knew about it even before Gregory was explaining some of it. Now, here's the thing: I want to say that uh, a, a lot of this stuff you like uh, wondering, like when's it ever going to take, and uh, you know, people are going to wake up or anything like that. That is the that is the big question and everything. But guys at work, different people that I know, they're all waking up to it. That they this is a dog and pony show done Everybody. under smoking mirrors. If there's honest people who still believe they're Kennedy Democrats or whatever they tell themselves to keep voting for this mafia, even they know, whether they admit it or not, what's going on in these states that are counting the ballots like this, they know. All of a sudden, they're up 15%. Now, Carrie Lake's in the... Who's she losing to? She's losing to the Secretary of State, the rigor herself, who never went on a debate. She rigged it. Never went on a debate. And she won on what? Her personality or her die job? Yeah. Hey, Sean, one more thing. It was really uh, um, encouraging. That fellow Gregory, he's a, he's a God-fearing guy. He, 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 when he was talking, and, and the one point he made, boy, it, it's, a, it's a strong one, because um, he was talking about people, more and more people realizing what's going on, seeing it and everything, and that's exactly what's going on. It's, it's increasing, uh, like, uh, tremendously of people, and that's one of the things like, that God... In his in his plan to expose the corruption, expose the stuff. It's just it's hard to figure out. Like when God shows up, and I'll tell you what, he's he's never early. I mean, he's uh, seldom early and never late. So when so, it's brother. in his timing, he's going to take it. He's going to take and he's going to do some. He's going to take care of some business. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Nancy Pelosi is invoking God. I got that for you after this. Thanks for the call. We'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. 
right, so we are entering Thanksgiving, many, many people's favorite holiday. There's always something to give thanks for, mainly that the Democrat areas have not uh, closed the borders and you can still move about the country for now. In the meantime, one company has been consistently bringing joy and happiness for over 40 years to millions and millions of people. You know them as the Butterball Company. They have been providing joy and happiness for over 40 years, not to mention they have a talk line. And on the talk line, you could call up and get recipes, all kinds of suggestions. So we're going to do that for a little while and get ready. It's a week from Thursday. It's Thanksgiving. On the line, I have Javier. Javier, how are you? Good, Sean. How's it going tonight? Very good. So a lot of people, you know, don't know exactly the best ways, the new ways. I remember a few years ago when the deep frying of the turkey came out. Now I love it. What are some of the suggestions you have for people who enjoy the Thanksgiving holiday and one of those years where most people want to bang their head against pillars? What do you suggest to make everybody happy? Well, uh, first thing I suggest is make sure to go our, to our, our website, com. We have a, a great calendar full of tips. This year, um, it's, we call it the comfort calendar. Um, it's full of uh, daily tips and tricks and uh, hints on how to make your um, holidays less stressful. And it's a great tool to have to, to get you going and get, and get ready for, for the Thanksgiving season. Now, sometimes, you know, I, I sleep at off hours, and sometimes I'll get up, and they'll have these new machines on to cook turkeys, everything from convection ovens. And, you know, you know, I'm old. I remember when you just cooked it in the oven. Then all of a sudden, the deep frying. Is there a new sexier way to cook a turkey <laughs> well the the tried and true method is still the best which is just to roast an oven in, in your in uh turkey in your oven uh that's still the best way we we know how to, to cook our turkey but there are many different ways uh you mentioned deep frying that's a a great way to to try something new obviously uh, we recommend you do it very safely we have uh guides on how to do that on our website at butterball.com if, if that's the way you want to go um, but there's always uh, the convection oven, which you mentioned, and um, some people like to do use their um, the crock pot to do it. Uh, and you can do a small turkey or uh, um, a, a breast roast on, in, on your crock pot. There's all ways that you can uh, cook turkey nowadays. You know what's fascinating is that you guys started this idea with this line, right? Six people, 1981. What's it look like today in the year 2020 when most Americans can't change a tire or even know what a lug nut is? What's it look like today? How many people work in your organization for just helping Americans to, uh, you know, even thaw out the bird? How, uh, what's it look like over there? Well, Sean, you mentioned um, the, the beginning. You know, it was a, a few um, home ec uh, people and uh, using a little Rolodex. Most of your listeners probably won't, won't even know what that is anymore. But nowadays we have um, uh, text and chat, and we have an Alexa app. We, have, uh, we answer questions um, just about any, any possible way. Uh, but the tried and true method is still the Butterball talk line, 1-800-BUTTERBALL. We're here for anybody who has any issues from now all the way till Christmas. You know, and it's a live person. It's not like a recording. Oh, no. It's, there's 50 of us, um, uh, chefs, uh, industry professionals, nutritionists, all sorts of people who volunteer uh, and, and work for the talk line. Uh, we, we love uh, working in, uh, with people and, and answering questions, and it's live. Live people uh, um, all the time. All right, now I've got an idea for a bird. You know, because, you know, this is a talk radio show, and we're very up on the current political events. I want to know your thoughts and if you might want to put it on your recipe. I like to take a turkey, a chicken, and a Cornish hen. You know, you all stuff them together, take a can of beer, and you insert it 
into the Cornish hen. I like to call that the Paul Pelosi. Is this something that Butterball may run with? Uh, I uh, no, I'm not very sure, Sean. But All right. um, I have heard of people using uh, that that kind of uh, a bird inside a bird inside a bird. But that, that's an interesting concept. All right, very good. Well, listen, if you uh, give it some thoughts and you put on Sean Thompson, Paul Pelosi, way to have a Thanksgiving, I won't sue you or anything. I give you full permission. Give out the number one more time, my friend. It, it is uh, 1-800-BUTTERBALL, and uh, we're, we're there for you all the way up until Christmas. Thank you very much. Everybody have a good Thanksgiving. We get started early here. I'll be back to take your calls after this. streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. We're in the beginning of what Bidenomics will reap now that they have successfully secured the Senate and probably nullified the House. What will the future look like? Inflation is something that the government does, and yet somehow the modern mafia Marxist frauds have been able to convince the general public that companies do it. And in the meantime, they are riddled with financial white-collar crime. That is now called policy. I wanted to bring on an expert in this area. You know him. He's a regular guest on my show. I love his opinion. I respect where he works. He's a data analyst for the Heritage Foundation when it comes to economics. His name is E.J. Antoni. He's one of the smartest guy I know. We're going to talk about slaying the inflation dragon. And I want to know a little bit about this FTX. E.J., how are you, my friend? Sean, I, I, I am hanging in, but we are living in crazy times. Well, we're living in, in, in crazy times because it seems to be that the general public has no standards anymore. None. I don't know if it's economic illiteracy. I, I think it's more diabolical than that. I think it's the fact that most people want to partake in the economic fraud that are these schemes, these policies. They're more uh, titillated by the corruption in government than they are offended by it. And I think we have the prime example to tear it all down. And it's not getting much coverage. This FTX scandal with this Democrat moron scumbag fraud who makes Bernie Madoff look like an altar boy, who is the number two campaign contributor to the Democrat mafia, who owns lobbyists on K Street, all using his money to bribe the legitimacy of what is a notable Ponzi scheme that any first-year law student could have figured out. Can we take this and run with this ball, or has government been so corrupted that they're more interested in indicting a former president. Oh, my goodness. I mean, could you get a, a starker example, right? I mean, think about all of the spying that went on on the Trump administration during the transition, even all the way back to his campaign and then during his presidency itself. And all of that essentially turned up nothing. And now you have a, a giant red flag in this FTX scandal, and yet what is the the Biden administration Justice Department doing about it? Absolutely nothing. I mean, it's, it, it's not a tragedy, it's a travesty. And I've obtained a couple of licenses, and I know what it takes to obtain those licenses. And the kind of um, background and scrutiny you're under by the SEC. Yet, it appears 
that if you have lobbyists that bribe Democrat politicians, there's no scrutiny. None. Zero. And this is where I want to, what is that term that people use? Is this the hill you want to die on? Yes. Because our government has been corrupted with money, whether it's the Chinese Communist Party or some punk puke who wanted to run a multi-billion dollar Ponzi scheme. This is the hill to die on. It is the financial corruption and the oligarch system these politicians have have turned America into. What do you think? I, I think this is just another example. First of all, you're absolutely right. But this is just another example of what we saw back in the the housing crisis and and the financial crisis, where there's this incestuous relationship between big banks, big business and big government. You have, for example, the SEC regulators. You have the, the commercial banks packaging and selling bonds. And then you have the businesses putting all of this stuff together. And what happens is that there's this basically revolving door between the C-suites of the companies and the regulators in Washington. And so everyone is protecting each other and no one is actually protecting the people, which is allegedly the whole point. You have these regulations in the first place. And really what you have these regulations in for, and this is something that I've been arguing since I really started to examine the Sherman Antitrust Act. What these regulations are there for are for the government to step into business And to not just pick winners and losers, that's a term that is benign at this point, but to select particular companies and people that they want to circumvent the rules and regulations most people have to follow. In here lies the fraud. And the fact that this particular scoundrel, it's going to get swept under the rug. It's not being picked up by any media. It's only on business stations. And this is big because we're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars given to government regulators, government politicians who still sit in positions of power. And this really is the beginning, the Pandora's box of how to shut down all of the government scandal we're accustomed to, the insider trading and all the rest of it. This made politicians, lobbyists very, very rich. And this kid isn't going to do a day, and if he does, it's irrelevant because it's the scheme itself that I think needs to be focused on. And I'm curious, do you think that the Wall Street Journal, that um, media writ large, is going to even talk about it and its connection to the Democrat mafia? Oh, I, I doubt it. The, the only reason the media seem even remotely concerned in this story is because of the fallout that it's having on other investment houses. So you had businesses, for example, you had uh, these investment houses who put money into FTX and who had money leveraged uh, with those trades, for example. And now as a consequence of that, they're losing their shirts on those investments and on those trades. And that seems to be the only reason the media even cares about it at all. They don't. The corporate media seems to have zero interest whatsoever in what you pointed out is the biggest part of this scandal the corruption and the connection between government and business here. And the bastardization of these hedge funds who primarily operate with a lot of public pension money. The reason that the people always get stuck with the tab, and I believe this will happen again in this instance, is that these hedge funds who have bribed politicians to give them the pension money know that it doesn't matter if they make or lose money. It doesn't matter what kind of risk they put the money into. Because ultimately, the honest working people can always be taxed to make good on the foot soldier of the Democrat mafia's pensions.
And I want to know, are we even able to find out how much of the public sector pension money, and I think it's to the tune of close to a trillion dollars when they unpeel this onion, how much of it was risked by these hedge funds on Wall Street? Oh, goodness. Well, I mean, look at what they did in California, for example, with Solyndra and with all of those other green energy businesses that went bust, where the pension system in the state of California alone lost hundreds of billions of dollars in a single year in 2009. Hundreds of billions of dollars. That's one state, one pension fund. I mean, now multiply that by all 50 states. And granted, California is the biggest state. I get it. But still, multiply that by 50 states and by all the different public pension funds in all those different states. And, yeah, I would not be surprised if you're spot on and if it is a trillion dollars. And let's give an abortion to ESG, for lack of a better word. We might as well kill this thing while it's still gestating. And the idea that this company was given the highest ESG rating because the ESG system is more politicized economic bastardization of policy. And are we going to get anybody that even talks about it? The Republicans, in the meantime, are navel-gazing, twiddling their thumbs, and still behind the, 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 the leadership of somebody married to a Chinese shipping heiress. I'm sorry, this, this, is like, this reads like a corruption, white-collar crime novel. You know what? The Republican establishment has proven itself time and time again to be more establishment than Republican and that they clearly do not care about their constituencies. It, it, it is an absolute travesty. It is an absolute joke. And and they are just as much in bed with the, the big corporate interests as the Democrats are. I mean, people forget that it was the Republicans in Congress who have been complicit in over a trillion dollars of excess spending under Biden. Now, that's not to say that that they've done the bulk of it. They haven't. I get it. The Democrats have. But still, Republicans are are not immune to this criticism. You know, and it's funny. um, Trump spent under Obama, but more than Bush. And that's crazy. That's crazy. And this issue of just getting used to it. You know, when we started, when you and I first met and we started talking about this, the debt was under right around $20 trillion. In the blink of an eye, it's $31. We're paying a trillion in interest. And the reason is, not because of just government spending, but because of open and notorious and legitimized now by regulation of the government. Fraud. And there's no other way to put lipstick on that pig. This is fraud. In the way that made those Enron guys think, huh, we were thinking too small. It's 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 bizarre to me that I can't get it covered in American media except for business stations. This should be the lead story on every station tonight, I think. No, absolutely. And what's really crazy is they got into this mess with fraud and they think fraud is what's going to get them out. They think that if we just inflate the currency away, for example, that we can solve all of our problems that, hey, you know what? If the pension funds aren't big enough right now to to meet those uh, uh, minimum requirements that we have in the future, because these are all guaranteed benefit plans, then if we can just inflate all of our investments and then the balances will go up. And now, you know, we may be giving the people worthless money, but at least we're giving them the money they promised. So now there's, um, it, it looks like they're going to give, who knows what's going to happen in the House. But they, when, when the Democrat mafia controls the presidency, controls the Senate, 
and has a wishy-washy house where you have your Adam Kinzingers and your Liz Cheney likes, where you know in this new crew there's going to be Congress birthing people and others that are already bought and paid for by various special interests. What do you forecast the trajectory of government spending in the next two years? You know, I, I think the best we can hope for at this point is that it just stays level and stops going up. There, there seems to be no I mean, obviously, there's no appetite on the Democrat side for cutting spending. They only want to spend more. But on even on the Republican side, there doesn't seem to be any appetite, really, to make the necessary cuts to actually get inflation under control. I mean, heaven forbid, balance the budget. I mean, it is it is just, again, an, an absolute travesty, the financial shape that our country is in. And what's really sad is that people are going about their daily lives day after day and not realizing how much how much debt they are personally being shackled with. And it doesn't matter whether we pay for it with explicit taxes or with inflation. We're going to pay for it one way or another. You You can't outrun this thing. No. And in 2010... What was refreshing, even though they were gypsies like Joe Walsh and frauds like Adam Kinzinger and um, corrupt people like Liz Cheney that were running under the flag of the Tea Party, there was a movement afoot where those politicians were all elected because they were going to A, rip out Obamacare, which we know they didn't do, but B, stop the spending. This time in this election... I don't think there was a universal movement of that. I didn't hear that chant, except for a very select few people running for office. Is that will there anymore? Or when you have a group of morons who you pretend are college students, and they're absolute and total idiots, who are strictly willing to vote because they don't want to pay their own debt, you got it yourself the beginning of the Bolsheviks. And do you think that somebody can be elected if they say... And look at the nation and say, you're stupid and you're corrupt. And the only thing you're going to have to learn is the word no. Do you think that there's that political will even left? Not right now, but maybe if things get bad enough, there will be. Uh, and and I, I hate to say that because I, I don't want things to get bad. I don't want people's guest. lives to get worse. You're my second but, guest I mean, that, today that said that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really think about how much people have been harmed by inflation right now and the fact that it has still not been enough to get many people to say, you know what, maybe the Democrats don't know what they're doing. Do you think it's because, you know, I, I play the clips, I can't even tolerate her, the welfare queen um, who tells people how to file for welfare also lets you know that since Joe Biden has been elected to office monthly, there have been emergency allotments that in the welfare system itself is the quality of life of somebody who's working and earning $70,000. And that's the way to buy off people is the welfare roach army along with the deadbeats from college that want to kill their kids. And that now amounts to the election results you see. You know, I'm skeptical of the, of the election systems, but I'm also very aware of how wonderful the people view their life of mediocrity on welfare and how loyal they are to the Democrat Party. After all, it ruined Chicago and some other great cities. Is that, in essence, plausible for the kind of results we see? Right. And then especially on top of that, when you consider that a lot of those uh, welfare programs that, that you're describing include cost of living adjustments so that as inflation goes up, you just get paid more versus the person who's actually 
you know, busting his can to provide for his family and, and eke out uh, the, the same standard of living that he's used to, you know, he has to work harder and harder and harder to pay for everything getting more expensive. He's yeah. the one who's actually hurt by inflation, not the people on government assistance who won't that's, lift a finger. That's our listeners. That's me. That's four other people that work on this show. Um, that's, that's a recipe for feudalism. Do you predict the IRS getting the 87,000 agents, and do you predict those agents combing over tax returns that were already filed and bankrupting a lot of good people? You know what? I, I was really holding out hope that we were going to have that, that we being the Republicans, we're going to have the House and the Senate and therefore be able to defund the, those 87,000 IRS agents. But now that the conservatives are, are clearly not in control of the House, and even if Republicans, or excuse me, the Senate, and even if Republicans get the House, it probably still won't be a truly conservative majority. So I, I don't see any prospect of, of defunding that measure. And I unfortunately don't see any, therefore, prospect of, of actually stopping that army of IRS agents. No, I, they're coming after us, you, me, the American people. It, it's, it's genuinely heartbreaking. Well, I'm going to go to the casino. If anybody's going to bankrupt me, it's going to be me. And I like the hard numbers. I like hard eight, hard four, hard six. I mean, at a certain point, you have to adopt that kind of Soviet Eastern European great person in a bad political system when you see that there's no waking up the american people of 31 trillion in debt trillion dollars in interest the promise of more corruption uh it's hard to stay positive and i i realistically wake up positive how can i make more how could i do more every day it you enter that feudal nomics don't you 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 do and you know people don't People, I think, don't appreciate the human toll here either. I mean, when you're talking about somebody who's really struggling in their life and you're talking about people who struggle with, like, depression, for example, and you're looking at your life and you're saying, okay, is it really worth it for me to go to work today? Is it really worth it for me to try to earn a living? I mean, there are people who genuinely struggle with those types of questions on a daily basis. And when you have both explicit and implicit marginal tax rates in excess of 50%, you make it even harder for those struggling people to say, I am going to work hard. I am going to try to better myself and better my community. And I am going to actually make something of myself and earn a living. That becomes even harder under these kinds of, of Soviet-style regimes. Is it wrong, E.J. Antony, that I would feel so much better about this story if Caroline Ellison wasn't repulsive looking? If I'm going to get robbed, I really want him to be like Warren Beatty in Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, is it make, does it make everybody feel worse that these people that are robbing us look like Chuck Schumer and are virtually very repulsive to look at? Does that also the cherry on the uh, Sunday of, of, of depression, as you see it? You know, and I, I think that's a good way to sum it up. I, I, I fail to see why the supermodels have to be the supermodels and why I mean, they can't be the politicians. At least us. Steve Mnuchin's third wife was celebrating. She was lovely. Okay, Steve, take the money and give it to her. But when you give it to these scarecrows, I'm starting to feel like Jan Schakowsky is going to be the normal-looking person in the future, and I hate that. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame when Janet Yellen has to be the one robbing you, right? Yeah, pretty soon we're going to have to start calling her hot. In the meantime, I keep reading your articles to inform me. E.J. and Tony Heritage Foundation, I love when you come on. Thank you, babe. Thank you for having me.
We'll be back. Mary Ellen, you'll be first after this. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Alabama's elect Katie Britt. I'll tell you what, we got some, there's some good people. Well, let me tell you something. The Republican Party is the party of parents. We're the party of hardworking Americans. It's exciting to be that voice at the table. I don't have to ask people what our children are being taught or what moms and dads are going through. I can bring that experience right to the front. I'm listening to parents, too, and and I'm experiencing it myself. Everything from the price of gas and groceries to what our children are being taught in school. Moms and dads want our children to be educated and not indoctrinated. We live in the greatest country on the globe and making sure that our children have the potential to reach uh, the American dream. The one that is allowing me to sit in front of you today is critically important. And that's what we're going to fight for in the U.S. Senate. I I, see you're a wonderful person, but the Republican Party doesn't do that. Specific people do. Only correction I have for Katie. And it's getting fewer and fewer of the specific people that want to put up that fight. Mary Ellen, Northwest Side. Oh, yes, Sean. I did all that. And I tell you, I just shake my head. It's like, it's like, okay, let me give you an example of something here because I've been closer to the Bailey campaign through a friend of mine. All right. They seem to be... um, they bought into the ruse about more judges and more poll watchers, and we're going to win. It's like, yeah, right. Well, you need a fighter to win. You need you need somebody to stand up and say something, and somebody to do something. And you know, I mean, preaching yeah, to your select choir and not advocating on a daily basis. Is yes, and my friend told him, you know, it's the machines. We need paper ballots, and I said. When right close to this election night, and I emailed, I was emailing them. They need to do a forensic hand count, not a recount of the the fraud. You know. Well, that's what so, happened, right? After he lost, didn't he come out and say that? I didn't hear a thing about that. It's like <laughs> I know he didn't. I'm kidding. He should have. No, now a friend of mine. I don't like somebody who rolls over. You know what I mean? Listen, it was never my guy. Never. My guy. And I caught a lot of flack for it. But I, I kind of feel vindicated now because I wanted somebody to come up there and say, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. But I needed him to do that during the election. Did he do that? No. I don't think so. No. His number two did it far better than he did it. But yes. that now, wasn't good enough. Now go back to your job. Go back to the assembly. And now I, could, I have to hear from all the people who told me, a fighter. Fighter, he's going to do, he did it. He did it before, he'll do it again. No. no. You give me Ray buying time. That whole thing is different. The whole thing, if Gary Ray Bine was the guy. And I think the outcome yeah. would have been different. At least I know this. He wouldn't have rolled over. I could tell you that. Thank now, you, Mary Ellen. I want to tell you one more thing, Sean. All right. A friend of mine close to the New York campaign, yeah. she told the... Zetlin campaign about the the machines and all. So then she went after the loss. She go they go over to the the guy who lost the um the guy who lost to Schumer the AG guy. 
um, campaign for the Senate. Well, he was told if he protests that he'll never run again. So I'm thinking, Good. what's this going on? The the um, what do you call it? You know what it is, Mary Ellen. What are you playing coy with me? I mean, I know you're a yeah, doll, but don't play coy with me. It's La Cosa Nostra. And that's yeah. why, be careful who they pick. And didn't Durkin yeah. step down, but he picked somebody, right? Ooh, this is going to be the next one. That's why you run from that roach. Thank you very much, Mary Ellen. You got to fight for something. Stand for something or bow for everything. Kathy in Lockport. Kathy? Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. I'm going to try that turkey, uh, the poultry recipe with the The uh, Paul Pelosi? Oh, yeah. You take a turkey, (laughs) you stuff a chicken in its ass, you stuff a Cornish hen in its ass, and a can of beer in its ass. It's called the Paul Mm. Pelosi. When it comes out, you hit it with a ball-peen hammer. Can't go wrong. Oh, yucky. Okay, so... um, Come on, man. Like your last guest speaker said, we're going to pay for it one way or another. Okay, mm-hmm. 4.5 million illegals have crossed the border. They were showing last night the garbage they have left on this rancher's property down in yeah. Texas. It was a total disgrace. Oh, my God. Uh, backpacks, just sure. everything. It was so load just, them all they, up in the bus with the fentanyl? They, they care about climate change? Take a look at this property. It was for miles, garbage, food, everything. But the reason for my call is you had a taxi driver on your um station last week and he was talking about picking up illegals from Rosemont and I guess they're bus downtown and then I don't know bus who's giving them cards but they, yeah huh and then they're bussed all over the place yeah they're well he this guy the taxi driver said they're being bussed on, or they're being put on the L yeah. and shipped out to Rosemont and then yeah, he's picking CTA them up worker. and it was a CTA worker yeah go ahead Okay, and and putting them all through uh, in different hotels. So, yeah, that's why when things get rough, then I didn't hear about that. I heard about it the next day. Yeah, I heard about it the next day on the news on Fox, and it was in one of their articles. Why isn't our our TV stations have never ever mentioned for the same reason about these buses? Pravda in Russia. Texas has three hundred buses coming up. Uh-huh. And how many illegals are coming into Chicago and not a word is said about it on any For the same media. reason Pravda in Russia never talked about Stalin's short arm. That's why, because they're in on it. Thank you, Kathy. Kevin in Austin, Texas, can't wait to have his Paul Pelosi turkey. Yes. <laughs> uh, you were talking about how you know we need a great leader and that type of thing. I don't think we just need one great leader. You know, a bear is, ter- is is some kind can be repelled by thousands of bees going after it. It doesn't matter if you have just one great leader. You meet a lot of different people. It doesn't matter where you are getting involved and keeping an eye on things. And that's how you can uh, I think it does matter where you are. Oh, it does matter. Well, I think it's both. It's a both end. Do you know it's why? A great leader with a lot of backers. You know why and Florida yes, like a bit, right gave the return in hours and there was no scandal? Do you know because why? they after, were organized and they got their act After 2,000, voter integrity measures were put in. So for 20 years, Florida has been implementing various voter regulation integrity issues. After DeSantis narrowly, narrowly won, 
they found out how much of that scandal was still going on in Broward, in Miami-Dade, and in the area where uh, Tallahassee is. And they finished it. And they implemented more procedures, more integrity to where you walk in and show your ID. And they got rid of a lot of the voter mail-in scandals. And until you do that, brother, you want to chase your tail in the sewer of Chicago from Austin, Texas? You can't get it done until you get Republicans. You you can't do it until you get Well, you have Durkin. You had Durkin, you had Brady, you had his mutant cousin, Pat Brady. You had all kinds of Italian, or I mean, uh, Irish short-in-the-pants Republicans in Illinois. Are you making Don Harmon famous? You should talk about him every day. They should have people, they should blanket his neighborhood. Listen, the Forest Preserve police can't make Don Harmon and, and, and Pete Silvestri famous, I certainly can't. Thank you very much for the call. Stay saucy. David and Lansing, only you could ruin this segment. John, I am amazed at how naive Republican voters around Cook County are. Election after election. Um, I want to remind your voters. DuPage um, is where the Democrats won, not Cook. Okay. Uh, The uh, postal worker, and you had the story about the ballots ending up in the mountains. Uh Um, I want to remind your listeners that in 08... The uh, Postal Carriers Union endorsed Barack Obama. I think you can find, if you don't use Google, use a different search engine. Why go back to find the flyer. For the last two years, Nancy Pelosi, I can't feel my face, post-op Pelosi, and the Democrat Mafia have been funneling billions into the post office. And they're the ones that are carrying it, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're carrying they used to call those ballots. In the bookie world, those are called runners. And when you pay them, right. you know what? They deliver. Thank you very much, David and Lansing. Now, that brain that you gave me, was it Hans Delbrooks? No. Ah, good. Uh, Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you will be angry. I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. Abby normal. I'm almost sure that was the name. No, it's Fetterman, and he's a senator now. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show. Where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Great song. Turn it up now. Hey, good evening, everybody. And tonight, with the victories in Arizona and Nevada, Democrats will remain... He didn't mention Pennsylvania. Why? Hi. Good night, everybody. And this campaign is all about, to me, is about they didn't pay the bills and they got her paid. Here's what I think we have to fight about inflation here right now. That's what we need to fight about inflation. We also... And AM560 exclusive. We have the celebration from the Fetterman Party. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Excellent. Wes on the northwest side. Hey, son, I was just laughing, though, about Fetterman. I had um, a really quick point about the Democrats. They don't really pay attention to who's on the ballot. As long as they got a D next to his name, you got a recall vote in California. And then this guy wins by almost 16%. Yeah. And then 
to top it off in Pennsylvania, they vote a dead guy in the office. DeLuca. He was 85. He was dead for a couple months. And he's a congressman. You can't beat it, Wes. Wes, you can't beat it, but you can go to the party. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Ah, according to Nancy Pelosi, this is all divine intervention. But again, the races are close, and um, we just, you know, we don't pray for a victory. I, I was I grew up in a political family. You know? No, 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 no. You grew up in a mafia family. Alessandro. We all know what a gangster he was. Pray for the victory, but you pray that God's will will be done. And on that Sunday, that's what... Is that what you do when you put on your option trades? You pray for God's will to be done? I don't know. What is going on with all of... You know, I could tell you somebody else who thinks they're doing God's will. Afghanistan's Taliban government ordered women on Saturday to cover their faces in public. A return to a signature policy of their past hardline rule. And an escalation of restrictions that are causing... Well, now they got a country given to them by Joe Biden and the Democrat mafia. Let's celebrate. Majority party in the Senate and I will remain majority leader. Good for you. It's a great night for Democrats. It's a great night for our candidates who won. And it's a great night for America. Is it? Is it a great night for America? Boy, I'll tell you what. If Carrie Lake does get robbed, which I think she will, I'd like to see her run for president. I really would. You seem to be a bit of a sensation in this uh, contest. How far can you go in American politics? Up the White House? <laughs> I just want to get into the governor's office and bring some common sense policies to the problems we've been facing for a long time. I got into politics not because I want to be a politician. I'm a mama bear who's fed up with what's happening. And so we're going to win. I think we're going to win. And you can tell. All of you can tell. I love your optimism. I do. Not be I love your policies. I love your character more. But then there's always going to be this. Continuing coverage of the midterm elections, Arizona, a key state we are watching with both Senate and governor race close underway. From our winner, bring in Bloomberg's Ed Ludlow, joining us from outside the Maricopa County Tabulations and Elections Center in Phoenix. Well, you add all this up. You see the coverage of uh, Joe Biden, Xi Jinping's fluffer, no mention of the billion five given to the crack smoker son, no mention of the corruption in the Ukrainian oligarchs, no mention of the policies that led to the Taliban controlling Afghanistan, putting women back in the beekeeper costume. And I have Nancy, I can't feel my face worth five hundred million of insider trading money. Talk about God's will. FTX scandal by the number two campaign contributor to the Democrat mafia gets swindled away. And my hopes ride on a election system that we know is rigged. Let's all have a good time and celebrate with Fetterman, the bright light who should run for president. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Come on, squirrel, show a little respect. That's a senator now. We'll be back in 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.